Hello ladies, the time has finally come and I am so proud, can I have a little drum roll, to welcome you to my shit show. It is 10 p.m. on a Monday, I arrived from Finland yesterday and I am determined to get this first episode out. If it's the last thing I do, I'm, I'm tr- I, you've followed my Instagram and you know how extremely challenging this has been with my ADHD brain. The mental paralysis I get from speaking, the thoughts, uh, I hit a wall constantly. It's it's insane and it's so frustrating. I am going to doctors tomorrow and I'm finally starting on ADHD medication. Um, I will share that whole journey with you on my Instagram stories and in this pod. But I just, I promised myself when I went to Finland that I will get this out. So we're getting this out. This is uh, totally live, uh, totally random. I am in my bedroom. I am in my bed covered with blankets in the darkness because we figured that is the way I am able to be calm and function somehow with the 387 browsers that are currently open at the same time simultaneously in my brain. So we're just gonna we're just gonna get through this. So bear with me. But before I get to anything in this podcast, I would like this podcast to be for you that little motivation, that little push to move your body. We talk constantly on my Instagram how important it is to move your body, how it helps with your anxiety and your mental stress and anything we go through in this shit show. And a lot of us, we lack of the motivation. And I get constantly asked, how can I be so disciplined and whatnot? I want you to create a habit. Your, your body will eventually get that habit. But I want you to create a little habit with this podcast that when another episode of the shit show is out, you're going to wait to the point where you can take a little bit of me time and go for that anxiety walk, go for a run, go training, do something moving your body while you are listening to this podcast that would mean the absolute world for me not because we want to fit into a certain size those genes fuck those genes fuck the social norms we want to move our bodies because moving body will keep moving and we want ultimately this is the ultimate goal to wipe our own ass to the very end Like I've told my story about my grandparents, seeing them perish away and not being able to be independent, that is my biggest fear. Like it's so easy now when we are in our 20s, 30s, 40s to take the ability to move and wipe your own ass as granted. I know we've all wrapped around training and physical exercise around our physical appearance. I want you to throw that into the garbage and close your eyes and just feel your muscles when you move, your heartbeat, sweating and the serotonin, the dopamine that gives you because we are all the same. Exercise by gazillion researchers is dopamine and for us it's just usually that we've so wrapped around that training equals I want to lose weight, I'm on a diet, I'm going to look a certain way, I'm not happy with my body. That when we go and exercise or move our bodies, 
and we don't get that immediate reward of I didn't lose that five pounds I still don't have no abs I still don't look that way I still can't fit into those fucking jeans um, we get demotivated and we just give up I want you to create those habits because habit needs to be created you have to do it multiple times repeatedly to to kind of wire that in your body so I hope this podcast could be that little motivation to you that when an episode comes you save it when you can take that little me time and move your body because moving body will keep moving and all I want for you gorgeous ladies and gentlemen whatnot I, I, I don't have a lot of male followers but who knows um, to be able to move our body till the very end so hope this pushes you in the morning to get that beautiful gorgeous juicy I don't care fat or flat ass out of the bed and move your body so when I was thinking what is this podcast going to be about and what do I truly want to achieve with this for me this is my dream it is my dream to have this conversation this community the extended version of everything we discuss in my Instagram and in my toilet DMs like I want this podcast to be about us not just me and my shit show I want to come here and recap the week what we've been discussing what's been happening in my life how is the career going are they still going to fire me all the stride of prides and dicks as well as the conversations we have in my toilet DMs so if you wanna affect on this podcast slide in my DMs uh, I love receiving uh, like your questions if you know me no topic is off topic um, you can send me your strider prides the pictures from your strider prides from your staff meetings and just anything and I am hoping I could do like because I sometimes I get really really long questions and I want to be able to share all the questions and the answers because sharing is caring and sometimes those are too long so I'm hoping I could like squeeze in into this shit show this is this is pushing me a little bit um, that I could squeeze in like maybe a Wednesday Thursday evening that I would just sat with a cup of tea in the evening and take like three of those really really long questions that I never really have time to answer on my Instagram that I would share them here that's like a that's a little bit pushing it so first we're just gonna get an episode out per week um, but that is kind of the idea I'm having so if you have a question slide in my DMs or if you want to share anything like if you want to share you nailed that job or you did that scary thing anything God I love hyping you in my Instagram stories you ladies you are my biggest flex you are talking with you daily is my absolute favorite thing to do in this world and you have helped me so much in my own shit show by sharing by giving advice you are the most kind wise women that I've ever come across I have zero hate in any of my platforms which is incredible considering the topics and how vulnerable and and how honest I've shared 
um, some really some topics that would normally create a lot of lot of hate, especially on TikTok. TikTok is a platform where where haters love to live, but I have they haven't found my address, so um, I'm truly thankful for you giving me this safe space to be me, because this this wouldn't happen if you didn't allow that. So thank you. When I was thinking, what should my first podcast episode be about? First of all, I've been thinking this about a year. I have started this about 387 times. You know, 387 is my magic number. If you followed me, you know. Um, And I've just, my brain has always started to sabotage me. And I already got into so close. I actually recorded an episode at my mom's place. And then my brain attacked me again. Like it's not good enough. It's the the quality was horrible, um, and I deleted it. But we are on this journey again. I have not give up. I have tried so many times, and I will not stop trying until I get this out. Because I could not forgive myself if I didn't embark this journey because it's something I truly want for myself and I've always think that I am I've been willing and through the past almost two decades I have bended over backwards I have woke up at 3 a.m. if a deadline was needed to be met at my career why it is so difficult for me to do this one thing that I really want for myself um Partly the difficulty has been my ADHD brain. The ADHD paralysis, it's, it's no joke. Uh, it makes you, it, 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 it freezes you. It's like, it, it affects so much in my life, especially now when there's something I really want for myself. And hence, I'm going on medication um, maybe this week or next week. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow and I am so looking forward to share with you I am 38 next month I've struggled all my life with this I've got far in my life without medication I have so many tools I have created 16 different personalities to just externalize my anxiety and stress and ADHD and all these thoughts but I am I've been hitting a wall when trying to get this podcast out because I can't write this is not going to be structured it's not going to be how to find a man with these five steps or how to increase your self-esteem with these 10 steps that that is well who knows well maybe um, Adderall or whatever medication they're gonna put me on will help me that I don't know I am so excited to share that experience and that journey with you if you are new here, I thought I might need to um, introduce myself a little bit. So my name is Janina. It is written with a J, uh, but in Finnish it's Janina in English. And now that I'm living in America, and most people call me Janina. I go with both names, don't care. But I will always introduce myself as Janina, as that is my Finnish name. And what's my story? Uh, I have lived with anxiety to depression and all the eating disorders from A to Z. Um, I moved from home when I was 16, not because I had to, but because I, well, first of all, I was always a dreamer. I was always living in my head and I always felt I didn't, didn't belong. 
I always knew there was something bigger in me. And I lived in a city of 50,000 people, a city called Porvo, which is about 50 kilometers, 30 minute drive from the capital Helsinki in Finland. My mom was a single mom. My mom is, oh God, I just returned from Finland. And if you follow my Instagram stories, my mom has won all your hearts and why wouldn't she? She is such an amazing person and character. And I will for sure share an episode of her journey, of her struggles, of her, how she um, lost me and my, my brother for a few years uh in in the divorce not because of her but because my dad was a sneaky asshole um and how she got through a mental breakdown how she um we never had money because of my dad's debts uh how she fought her first place at the age of 45 how she changed her career at age of 55 and how she's an absolute queen at the age of 60 she just turned 60 last week but um, I will share that story as separate. But my mom is my rock, and I am so proud that there is so much her in me. Because my the way I see life is because I've watched how my mom um, has lived her life and how amazing she is. She's she's truly a character. Like seriously, if I could just bottle up her character and sell it, um, I would be I would be a millionaire. Anyway, again, a little side story. So my mom never asked me to move out, but probably if I wasn't so adamant and keen on just leaving that freaking city, she would have probably kicked me out because that city ate dreams for breakfast. Like it was a place if you stayed there after high school, you will live there forever. And I'm not pissing on buying a house a dog having few babies and living happily ever after god no i don't i think some of those people actually do this life right um but i knew it's not for me i knew already then that i never wanted to have kids i, I had always these big dreams of 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 i i had this idea that i want to work in fine i wanted to be a lawyer first but then i realized i would actually have to go to school for that uh so that did not happen um, but I just had this dream, I want to travel the world, I want to dress nicely, and I just, yeah, I just wanted to be something big. I was a dreamer. Um, so I was thinking I would go and study economics and s somehow achieve this dream. But boy, if I've learned anything try to plan something and I can guarantee it is not going to happen like I think still at the seventh grade um, while I was still I think mostly happy kid normal kid uh, I was I was so looking forward to move out from home like you know when you are young you just can't wait to move out from home and be independent and be alone and then you hit your 40s and you just wish that you would go back home to those evenings on a Saturday where you wake up from a nap or you come home playing with your friends mom is cooking um, I didn't have a dad my dad is alcoholic another story um, and you just all sit around the table everybody's home and you just enjoy a Saturday evening at home 
not alone and you don't rush anywhere so anyway um, by the time I got to the ninth grade I had developed an anorexia I shared these pictures last week on my Instagram stories I will probably share them again like the journey of all my eating disorders so at the age of 16 I am not an adult I am a total absolute level 11 mess and I'm struggling with anxiety uh, with the uh, well anxiety and anorexia I had worked the whole summer my mom would have given me her arms and legs if she could but she couldn't support me financially at all because we didn't have money so I had worked all summer uh, at an office and I've saved every penny and I have divided that amount I think it was like thousand fifteen hundred euros or nineteen hundred it was below two thousand that I got from that summer and I divided that with 12 months to be able to um, survive that was my monthly allowance so it was not much more than a hundred uh, euros a month to survive and buy food so I moved to another city 200 kilometers away from my mom which is around two-hour drive to high school uh, I did have no friends I left all my friends to the city where I lived I never felt wor like weird about it my 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 desire to leave that city was bigger than anything you could say maybe I was escaping from something but truly when I say that city eats dreams for breakfast I'm not kidding I had to get out of there to be anything in this world that I wanted that I knew that I wanted for myself so I moved to the city with the raging um, anxiety uh, I had no idea about ADHD which kind of makes me sad now that most likely my anxiety my eating disorders everything actually was striving from my ADHD but back then there was no diagnosis really it's been observed when I was a kid but then my parents divorced and that's so no whole nother shit show um, so yeah I lived in a city where I knew nobody I was the, the anorexia was my best friend it de developed into bulimia and I was just I was just I don't even know I those years are very vague in my mind how did I even survive how does a human being live like that I my circles were so more so small um, eating disorders really suppress your social life and as I already didn't know anybody I had no friends and I was okay with that because anorexia my eating disorder was my best friend but somehow so I went to high school and I was working full-time um, obviously because I need to support myself money for me has always meant safety I am very money greedy so I was willing to work on anything if I just got money because money on my bank account because we never had that when I was a kid meant safety so I worked full-time I think two different jobs I went through high school I'm not good at school I'm, I, I'm, I suck at math I'm currently working as a director in finance but I do suck at math I don't ask me how I got here I'm not sure if I'm the person to give you career advice because I did not go through the traditional way I I've 
something challenging was thrown at my way or sometimes I would just even seek the challenges and I'm like well luckily I am born with the how fucking hard can it be gene like I always thought that if it's not being a lawyer or well maybe that even because suits well anyway rambling If, if you don't need to be a doctor you most likely don't need school for it like you can get a long way with just hard work and figuring things out I'm not smart well I'm not dumb but mostly I am very resourceful when it comes to how to figuring things out so my still plan was even when living uh, living in that city going to high school after high school I would first of all I was an absolute mental wreck I was going through I don't know what I was I was a shell of a human being but I was just smiling you wouldn't see that outside I was a little skinny but I'm so short that not necessarily you would um, label me with an eating disorder because I'm 5'2 and I weighed like maybe 40 42 kilos Um, I think 38 kilos has been my lowest at least what I scaled Uh, nowadays definitely do not even own a scale and if you do throw it away I can tell you that will be your biggest favor you're gonna do for yourself after high school um, and I forgot to mention I did a double degree which means I took the bare minimum to, f- to have a high school degree uh, and then in high school and then I took the rest of the subjects from uh, in a vocational school I'm not sure if that's the right word but it was business and marketing oriented subjects so I take the, took the rest from there and it was literally physically two different schools. So I was running between, sometimes I would have two hours in one school, two hours in one school, and then I would run to work. And how I finished school and it didn't fail with this brain is that I would just memorize everything the day before and thus dump them on the paper. Like I'm not good at school. I can't learn anything in school. I need to be the one moving the mouse and doing the thing before the system records anything. I can sit in a lecture and remember shit. So how I finished was basically just memorizing everything the night before and dumping it on a paper. So after high school, the double degree, my plan was still, even I was a shell of a human being. Like I was, the whole three years, I felt so lost off place alone and lonely that I've ever been I was smiling I looked like you know I was this pretty little girl pretty little blonde girl and I was I I can't even remember how does a human being live a life like that I missed out on everything I missed out on prom I missed out on all social events because of my anxiety I wasn't living I was surviving while slowly dying inside but did that stop me from going after my big dreams of course not we still had a plan to reach that life that I wanted for myself that I knew that I was I had this feeling I was meant to do something 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 with my life which also haven't turned anything like I have planned so far this was again I was at this point I was what 18 uh, that was um, 20 years ago I'm 38 next month so life happens anyhow 
on that Sunday, the day before the entrance exams to college, uh, I went out drinking, very well knowing that you shouldn't go out drinking. So I knew I was doing this subconsciously to myself. I went out drinking and I missed my alarm the next day for the entrance exams. The exams were uh, at 8.30 and I woke up at 10 and I took a deep breath of relief. I needed that break. My body knew it, I needed that break. I wasn't sad. I wasn't mad. I was like, I, I can take a year off. Well, that I never went to college because life happened to me. I was at that time working in department store. Then I took my first, I don't know what the fuck am I doing job, which even it sounds minor. Uh, I took a job as a waiter without knowing shit about waiting. And I know you say it's an easy job. It's not. Um, but I didn't even know how to open a fucking bottle of wine, let alone talk wine. But I think that job uh, taught me my like first fake it till you make it. Like I remember just listing fancy words of wine and talking about them like I would know them. So uh, we started young with the fake it till you make it. Totally works. So I did that and then at some point I was like, okay, I remember this one summer I was working in three different uh, restaurants. I was doing a morning gig, an afternoon gig, and I worked in a nightclub uh, after. And I was in the afternoon gig. Uh, it was summer on the terrace. And I was looking at my colleague who was around 40. She was smoking. She looked like she had been in the restaurant business for the past 20 years. And like my, I'm going to take a year off, had I think extended at this point a little bit over a year. And I was like, okay, Janina, it's time to change the course. Because if you stay here a minute longer, that's going to be you in 20 years. And that's, that's not what we want. So from that moment, I just started sending work applications. I was thinking I'm going to go back to college. Uh, apply after because um, it was in the middle of the semester so I couldn't apply then so I was like I'm just gonna try to get another job and then apply after and I got my first job as an executive assistant in a small company of two guys who were renting out construction workers from Estonia into Finland and that job, I did a little bit of everything. I did payroll, I did taxes. I had no idea how I figured that out, but I figured it out. And even they even started another company within that company where I got to be involved in establishing the new company. And by the time there was time to go back to uni, I was like, I'm making this money. I was feeling mentally a little bit better, still struggling definitely with body means body dysmorphia <clears throat> and anorexia occasionally bulimia occasionally but I was definitely better um, the environment was better for my brain and my ADD than the school ever was and it was just too much going to school and work so much at the same time anyway so I'm like I'm not gonna leave now like I'm doing this money I'm doing good like we'll wait like we skip so I did not apply for school then they 
move to Helsinki. And I was like, I'm not going to move to Helsinki. So I was like, okay, this is my sign again. Go to school. Again, we were in the middle of semester. So I, again, applied with a bunch of jobs that I had no qualifications because I, I love, like, you know, I think going on a job site is like going on a candy shop. Like, I love looking for new jobs and reading the descriptions because I can, like, already see myself in that position. And, like, I always went up. Like, I was applying exciting job that I had no education, no qualifications. And I would just, like, look what they were looking for and write a CV. Never have I ever, I have lied on my CV. But I'm just really good at writing CVs, I guess. But not that I got many interviews. I think I got like two. And I was on this one interview and I was like, I had no, like it was a finance controller. I'm 20. I have no education. I have no job experience. There is gazillion people who are educated, who has experience. Like I'm not going to get this job. I don't want this job. I had no idea what they were talking about. So I didn't even care in the interview. Like I wasn't even nervous because like this is just way out of my league. And they called me the next day to ask my, like they said that it was me, between me and another girl. And they asked my salary uh, expectations. And I'm like, holy shit, I don't like, I have no, I can't take this job. Like, this is a big job, Janina. So I even ranked my salary a little up. I think it was 2,000 euros a month back then. Uh, which is which is fairly good salary even nowadays um, and I fucking got the job I'm like shit now I have to take the job like no fucking way I'm gonna say no to this but I had no I was doing payroll I was doing so it was a more small software company of maybe 28 people who did maternity softwares for hospitals like which uh, like those fetus softwares um, and like I had no fucking clue what I was. I was sitting on. I was secretary of the board with this forty-something important man. I did payroll. I was actually responsible for doing payroll, all the taxes, all the bookkeeping, and I did the audit with mainly backtracking what the previous lady had done and using Google. And it passed. I literally sat with the auditor. I was like, it was great. It passed. And I'm like, fuck. I'm never going to go back to school. It was the toughest. It was the first career jump that I did. From which I learned. To take the risks and leaps of faith. On all the jobs that I would come across me in the future. So it was a major, major event. Because that taught me. I can do tough things. I was back then I was living with a narcissist. Um, I was struggling mentally and I was pushing myself and it was hard. But I got to that hard and that hard has that was the base for my whole finance career because after that I was like I can do anything if I just did this position by knowing shit and now I'm actually good at it. What else can I do? Fast forward, I met my back ex, a Portuguese guy living in Denmark. And I'm like, we are not going to do long distance. Like, 
And also I was thinking in my head, like, this is my ticket out of Finland. He was willing to move to Finland. But I'm like, no fucking way. I'm going to move to Denmark. Like, if I get a chance to get out of Finland, I'm taking it. I did not move. This is an important point. I did not move before I had a job. I would never move just because of a man. It is too much of a strain, in my opinion, for the relationship, for the man, for the for for yourself, for your independency and um, what do you call it? Um, identity. So I applied for a bunch of jobs, got a lot of no's. It was hard because I didn't um, speak the language, but I got a job in a big international company, and the rest is history. I am still working in that company currently in the U.S. branch. Um, I went down in my position. I was a finance controller, and I met, I, w- I uh, took a job as an um, accounts payable assistant because I knew if I just needed to get my foot on the door, and I knew I would figure the rest out. I didn't care that I went down on my position. I just knew that, and this is also what I would advise anybody: just get your foot in the door. Because with hard work and determination, you can climb the ladder. Whether you have education or not, because I am, I am a living proof. Whether you have ADD or not, you can still do it. Um, and that's what I did. And I was four months accounts uh, payable assistant, and then I went into finance accounting. And at age of twenty-eight, I became accounting manager for four countries Norway Sweden Finland and Denmark I had my own team um, and then I decided okay there's only that many annual books and audits you can do in a lifetime like I'm gonna still have to work like 40 years I can't do this so what's the next thing I could do I changed into business well probably I thought that was the hardest jump that I do I ever done before moving to US, but that was hard. I failed gloriously the first year. At the end of the year, uh, my CFO sat me down and said, Yanina, you need to get your shit together. Like she literally used those words because that's how bad I was doing. It was so hard. It was so difficult. I was also going through a heartbreak, like a small heartbreak. Now I would say that was nothing. I didn't even care about the guy. But I was struggling mentally and it was extremely hard here because learning new things with ADD focus and brain is is hard and it's slow and I wasn't getting there fast enough. And in December when like it was the first time I got I was brilliant in accounting. I was the star. I every year I would exceed expectations. I would get my bonus times 125%. And that's a v- amazing feeling. I love I was the like I did the job with left hand. I knew everything and everybody would come to me as an advice. It pumped my ego a lot. So that was that was nicely crushed in my next position. Like I went to a whole different department. Nobody knew how good I was or what I've done and all my achievements. And I failed and it was hard but 2019 I just like I need that year the thing is like even here 
when they were trying to kick me out in six months in I just know I need a year I'm a little bit slower but I work hard as fuck to get there and I just need internally it just takes me a year and it like in this position as well the first year was absolute shit the second year I succeeded I was exceeding expectation and did the whole turnaround in the in the department I developed a finance tool uh, with the software company I was leading that project I I nailed it and I had always wanted so I already started I've already started the conversation I want to go abroad I want to go to US I want to live under the sun like I just need to coming from the Nordics and the most darkest depressing countries in the world even though the quality of life and level of living is top-notch I have to say in that I took a loss by moving to US like come on free healthcare free school and people are just amazing I have to say so when I got that verdict of you got to get your shit together I was like shit I'm never gonna get moved if 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 like I need to get my shit together so I did and by the end of 2019 my actually already midway my CFO was like okay I will put a good word for you she knew the CFO in the US because she'd been she have been working in US and she opened the door and the rest is kind of history uh, there was a little um, downfall in the middle uh, I did get an, an a position already in 2020 but then the world went down um, 2020 2021 2020 COVID hit three days before my visa appointment so I lost that contract we went into deep depression uh, if you followed me I think that's where this whole journey started because I started sharing the anxiety the anxiety attacks uh, the depression the struggles on my Instagram stories I had 3,000 followers back then uh, and it was just hard COVID was hard for all of us but it was just I had worked so hard and it was literally I was it was it was in it was just taking my dream that's just taking away from me in the front of my eyes and I, I, I struggled like I went to a deep dark hole which we then in 2021 decided to take ourselves out like we were still in COVID we were locked down basically two years my best friend had moved in to take over my apartment we ended up living together one and a half years um, 2021 I decided that okay like it's time to go out live a little because I did not live at all in 2020 um, apart from that Aruba trip which is another story if you know the Aruba man anyway um, 2021 I was like okay if nothing else like we need to fucking get out there and get laid like I was starting to get calisthenics calisthenics or what are those called in my fingers from all the masturbating I just I just needed to get fucked literally so my bad date story started I started going out and dating and I didn't care I didn't care about relationship I was still trying to get a contract in the US when they would open the borders or the embassies I just went out I did it like I 
strip down all the tick boxes what the guy should be and what he should wear and what his title should be and how much he need to earn and how tall he needed to be all of it didn't care and i had the best time and i'm still dating from that mentality it's just like i had i met the most funniest amazing people i had the best time i went i think 11 dates boy did we have a good time if you followed me from back then you will know the bad date stories of the french guy the lawyer the indian oh god the indian guy yes i slept with an indian and like um when they say once you go brown the other colors will let you down or something um not true <laughs> it's a very funny story god that i still sometimes share that clip uh or that review on my instagram stories good times good times um and yeah by the end of the summer i met the australian guy who will be another story fell in love first time in my entire life totally utterly unexpectedly uh fast forward he moved to, moved to south korea i visited there once i got this amazing contract to us <coughs> He visited me here once. It was an absolute utter shit show. We broke each other's hearts into million pieces. He broke mine. I broke his. Um, and that's that's where I will leave it here. We put a pin on it and we'll get back to it in another episode. And yeah, that's pretty much. I moved to US. Um, I left my life as I knew it. I packed my shit. I moved here. I took a position as director in fucking finance. I still don't understand. I think US is a little egoistic in their in their titles, I have to say. But I'll take it. Never done the job. No experience. Um, it was the hardest thing. 2022. On top of that, that I flew here after after <clears throat> uh, after a day having uh, an abortion. Uh, very late abortion. I've shared that story on my TikTok. Um, so I'm flying here while still bleeding placenta. Uh, I'm I'm probably not in my most strength mental space, but we're doing it. It's been my dream. I would never say no. I knew this job was gonna be the hardest job that I will ever do, but it was about hundred times harder, and it almost crushed me. Last year was. It was hard in so many ways and boy did like I I saw this life for myself in the US in Cali fucking Fornia in Los Angeles under the sun living my best life my hot girl summer 24 fucking 7 and how did it turn out well absolutely nothing how I planned it because that's what we've already learned the universe will always have some other plans for you and six months into my role um, I, they tried to fire me for my position. I literally said, no, I didn't come this far just to come this far. They needed to give me another six months. And if by then I will still suck because I knew I needed that one year for my sake. I needed that one year. I'm okay if I still suck after one year, but I need that one year. After the one year, that's now six months ago, uh, was my one year review. Um, it's now one and a half years. I'm still doing the position. Um, mentally, I'm in such a better place. 
I have a home, I have friends, I've established my life, but if it wasn't for the visa, I would have quit. I was the anxiety, the PTSD that I created for myself trying to do this. Um, not, I'm not saying it's worth it. I'm not saying we should push ourselves that edge. We should push ourselves, but sometimes something is too much. Um, but the universe will never throw at you something that you can't handle. And I gave myself always this one year. It's okay to sacrifice things. It's okay to push yourself. It's okay to work a little extra and suffer a little bit for an ROI, return on investment, if it's an investment for your future. But there has to be a timeline. You can't do this five years. For my opinion, it's always going to be one year. And after that one year, I am still in my calendar. Every 20th of June, I do a self-assessment. What am I doing? Where am I going? Am I happy? Is it worth it? How is my mental health? So that's a um, short re recap of my life. And that's how all this started. Like I had that first mental breakdown in the toilet <coughs> on the 20th of June. And I share it in my Instagram stories. And like we just started chatting at my office toilet. And nowadays I chat with thousands of women. We discuss about everything and anything. Dating, sex, career, anxiety, blowjobs. Uh, if you know the dick twist. I've also, there's a video I did in 2021 of me sucking a squash, giving a blowjob tutorial, which is still on my Instagram highlights, uh, that it still keeps giving. Uh, and I promised once I get 100,000 followers on Instagram, I will do an, I will lick an avocado for you in the live internet. We're going to do like an intercontinental um, avocado licking tutorial, um, which I will probably need your help with because our ages are all different. But yeah, so if you want to contribute to the, to the, to the womankind to teach these fuckers how to lick uh, your VJ, how to find a clit, um, uh, follow my Instagram and let's get to that 100,000. So this first episode wasn't so much about what I shared, but doing the first. This is the first pancake. It's the first step and I am so proud I was able to do it without having a major mental breakdown. Even a few times the browsers got stuck and I needed to recalibrate, but I got to the end. This was me. It wasn't a cute girl in a coffee shop drinking her matcha latte and writing her podcast how I wanted it to be. That's the that's the girl I wanted to be. But I'm not that girl. I am currently in my bed under the blankets in the darkness and I'm just talking. This was the first pancake. This was extremely hard for me and I know it doesn't seem like it, but if you're listening this, I've overcome my own brain, my own mind which is the biggest obstacle we have and I have actually published something I don't think is good enough. I don't know what is your heart. Maybe you're struggling as a mom. Maybe it's the new job you took. Maybe you're questioning your relationship. 
Maybe somebody in your family is sick, or maybe it's just your own internal demons, demons that are trying to get the best of you. I don't know your heart, but I know we can do hard things. Ladies, we are masters at heart. And at some point when you do hard, it won't feel so hard anymore. So keep going. I am so grateful having you doing this hard with me. And I can't wait to see where this chapter will take us. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for giving me the safe space. I'm looking forward. This was a little bit of ramble and a very long story about me. Next week, we're going to talk about what will happen next week, which is definitely going to be something about the ADHD medication. I also have a date on Saturday. So, and if you want to contribute to the topics, slide in my DMs. No topic is off topic. I love receiving your feedback, your question, your stride of prides, your stories of how you tried the dick twist i love chatting with you if you want to support me on this next chapter of mine it will mean the world to me if you will follow my podcast give it a five star rating comment on below and follow me on my instagram stories and never hesitate to slide in my dms i am looking forward to see you next time Mwah.